Did I hear someone say, I need a coach for the PMP exam or project management? Hey, if that's you, go on down to pmanonymous.com. I'm accepting new students. Let's knock this exam out and let's get your career straight. See you there. Hello, my friends, your buddy Phil here, project management trainer and coach. Let's talk about 10 awesome but irrelevant topics for the PMP exam right now. You want to get ahead in 2022 and avoid wasting time on irrelevant topics. Watch this video all the way to the end. Number one, complicated critical path method questions. These are not tested on the exam in any way, shape or form. So for those instructors still giving their students dollops of this ridiculous topic, and when I say ridiculous, it's a good topic, but in contrast to what you get on the exam, it's ridiculous to train people for four hours. I used to do stuff like that on the old exam. This new exam, I've totally cut it out. Don't waste your time on these complicated critical path method questions. Understand what the critical path is, understand the method, understand the flow, and that takes 10 minutes, but not four hours. I've cut that time out and I've given my students three hours and 50 minutes of their life back. Number two, the two complete performance index. This is in essence work remaining divided by funds remaining. But when you get into the nitty gritty of it, it's a long formula that many students find complicated. And this is not tested on the exam. Understand the logic. If you have $200 of work remaining and $100 of fund remaining, the TCPI is two. It's that simple. Two is not a good number. That means that in order for you to meet the original budget goals and not go over budget, you need to work twice as hard. You need to get $2 of value for $1 spent. Think about that. Simple. Don't go off on a rabbit trail solving goofy old problems for minutes on end. How long did that take? A minute. Number three, cramming inputs and outputs. Don't do it. What you should do with inputs and outputs is pretty much go to page 89 in the sixth edition and just understand the narrative of what exactly each of those items are. It will not take you more than 10 minutes instead of 10 hours. Don't do it. Just read the core baselines, the core subsidiary plans, the core project documents. That's enough for inputs and outputs. Understand the narrative. You're going to be good. Number four, cramming tools and techniques. There's so many tools and techniques, but again, the surveys say this is not tested to the degree many students spend time on on the exam. I would again say go over every tool and technique, reading it to understand. If you don't understand a tool and technique, send a message right here in that comment below. Say, Phil, I don't understand this tool and technique. I challenge you. I'll create a video for you. But you know it's a waste of time. That's why you probably won't even ask, right? So cramming tools and techniques is useless. If you want to see tools and techniques as they have been described, I suggest that you do some searches on ASQ.org or go to the website tinyurl.com forward slash Sigma PMO. And you see the Center for Disease Control and Prevention's examples of a lot of these things. It is not worth spending hours on end trying to cram tools and techniques where they're from, so on and so forth. Number five, expected monetary value, EMV. Cramming EMV formulas, not sensible. Well, what is EMV after all? Probability times impact. That's all. But when it gets even hairier is number six, taking EMV and translating that into decision tree analysis. 
Again, it's not a bad thing to do for the real world. I subscribe to the Monte Carlo and doing this stuff on projects that count. But for your exam, spending time spinning your wheels trying to master this and that page in the PMBOK guide with decision trees, it has proven to be a waste of time in 2022. So again, don't do it. Number seven, the number of channels of communication formula the notorious n times n minus one divided by two. This has not been tested for a while. It is great to understand it from a practitioner point of view, but in terms of spending hours on end solving problems, don't do it. Number eight, the point of total assumption from procurement, one of the most ridiculous wastes of time on your PMP if you find yourself reading this obtuse topic. The bottom line about point of total assumption is understanding that it's the point in the cost curve where the seller no longer realizes profits. That's easy to understand. Number nine, cramming the 49 processes and any other formula. Don't do it. This is a massive waste of your time and it's something that you do not want to catch yourself doing in any way, shape or form. So continuing the dialogue, cramming the 49 processes is number nine and formulas. Number 10, a word of advice, understand the processes, but don't cram the processes because it doesn't help in the grand scheme. Understand the narrative, what they are, what they do. I would advise that you know what comes out of each process to understanding, but not memorization. It will not help memorizing stuff. Number 10, formulas. Again, formulas don't cram and don't obsess. What you do need to know for the exam is how SPI, CPI, CV, and SV can be translated from 0.9s and 1.2s and minus 10s and all those numbers into sensible stuff. If your SPI or CPI is less than one, that is poor performance or undesirable performance. That is not ideal. If you have a 0.9 or even a 0.95 or 0.99, it's not the best. It's not horrible, but it's not the best. If you have a one, that's perfect. If you have a 1.2, a 1.1, that is better performance in any of those areas of schedule and cost. As for the schedule variance and cost variance, If it's less than zero, bad. In other words, negative, bad. If it's positive, good. And that's the summary. That's the most you need to know for formulas. So cramming formulas and going crazy over them, not a good idea. The other thing that is related to formulas that you should know, just in case you get questions, as some students do, is the concept of earned value graphs. Other than that, every other formula I would leave alone. Someone says, but Phil, what should we do? Do these things. Understand the Agile Manifesto, Values and Principles. Read the Scrum Guide. Number three, attend the Project Management Masterclass or other coaching where we equip you to do number four, getting into the mindset for Agile behaviors. Number five, understand communications management, stakeholder management, resource management, change and risk. Number six, understand the knowledge areas process groups and processes at a mid-level, not going down all the way to the bottom and going crazy to cram them. Don't do that. The payoff is low. Number seven, understand project delivery principles, 
these are in the seventh edition, but understand them at a sufficient level. It's not rocket science. Number eight, know what SPI, CPI, SV, and CV tell you. Now, what informed this is what a lot of students have been saying. Two of my PMP gurus said, fail, I got out of the PMP exam with two hours to spare. It's crazy that many people are crying about how hard the exam is, and others are saying it's not hard if you're able to focus on agile principles, agile manifesto values, and thinking in an agile fashion, similar to what you have in the project delivery principles, but you should definitely read the agile manifesto values and principles. I hope this guides your studying. And I wish you all the very best. Remember, at praiseion.com, we have training going on all the time. Every month, we're helping people one-on-ones in groups to pass this exam, all right? So if you are stuck and you really want to get this exam down pat, you need to go on down to our website. It's praiseion.com, P-R-A-I-Z-I-O-N.com. Let's get you in chip shape for this exam. Go down to all of the options there. And you can see we have a masterclass coming up in February. We have one every month. And we also have one-on-one coaching and we have dirt cheap training, world-class from a buddy Roy and I on demand. You can get this right now at a steal. Do it. Looking forward to seeing you. Bye for now.